How we doing, guys? We're back today with another episode. We're going to be answering some of the questions you guys have proposed to us on social media. And first, we're going to kick off the episode by Andre sharing a story about some really good news that we discovered over the weekend. Yeah, so if you guys haven't been following us on social media over the weekend, uh, some amazing things happened. So uh, I think it was Saturday night. I was sitting with my cousins and my brother just hanging out over the weekend, enjoying the time off. And it was late at night, so I was just kind of having my downtime. And I was going through the top charts just to get some inspiration from some of the other business podcasts out there, get some ideas for the next few episodes of Real Talk University. And as I was going down the charts, I noticed that our podcast actually was ranked 196 on the top business category. I was really pleased with this. I was really shocked. Honestly, I didn't expect this to be anywhere near the charts at this point, only, you know, three episodes into this. I was like, okay, we might not be on the charts for that long, but you just got to enjoy it while it lasts. So I told everyone they were pretty excited about it. So I went to bed and the next morning I woke up just to see, you know, okay, a few hours have gone by. Let's see if we're still on the charts. I didn't expect to be. But as I was going through the charts, I noticed something, again, incredible. And we were all the way up to 61 on the charts. And I honestly couldn't believe it. I woke up early that morning, but I really wanted to go back to bed. And then I saw that ranking and I was just, I was so pumped up. And that really just turned my whole day around. I was so happy all day. I was telling all my family, all my friends. So the next day after class, I got back home and I was talking to my mom about it. And she she wanted to see it. She wanted me to show her us on her phone how she could find us and how could she, she could see us ranked. So I gave her my phone and she was going through the rankings and she's like, I don't see you guys. So I took it. I went all the way down to 61. I kept going further down to see where we were. I was like, oh, I think we dropped out. So I went all the way back up and all of a sudden I see us at number five on the business category charts on the Apple podcast charts. We were ranked number five. And I was just ever since that moment till this day, you know, a few days after I'm in shock. I'm in complete shock still. But again, I mean, we're beyond grateful. Me and Christian are so thankful to all of our listeners, everyone that's been supporting us since day one. I mean, it hasn't been that many days since we started, but, you know, I think this is going to be something great that you guys will enjoy for a long time. So we're going to keep putting out great content uh, and we're really excited to bring you listeners along with us. Uh, You guys can, you know, see us hopefully succeed further down the line. And yeah, let's get into it. How's it going, guys? We are back with our question segment for this episode. Just a disclaimer before we get started here is not all the questions submitted will be answered on this episode. Whatever questions don't get answered on this episode, we'll save them for another time. Uh, But we got a very large amount of questions to answer. So uh, we're going to get through as many as we can here and then, you know, we'll save the others for another time. But we're going to get started right away here with uh, Parker Condra. He submitted a question asking us, Do you think in today's society that teens and young adults are able to make a strong impact on the business world? Uh, Great question, Parker. Hope all things are well down there in Florida. Uh, I I do believe so, especially with the rise in social media today. 
Uh, I think there's tons of opportunity out there for young adults and teens to not only discover their passion, but also to monetize in the business world. Uh, yeah, there's just such an easy ease of access to things like the Internet, social media, YouTube. And you can see it now on YouTube. There's so many young adults and teenagers succeeding on YouTube, vlogging, simple things like that. Uh, that's just one thing that stands out to me personally. Uh, Christian, you want to tune in for this and share your thoughts? Yeah, for sure. So I think that in today's age of social media and with all of most of the teenagers in today's world utilizing social media to interact with their friends, I think that it's really easy to target a certain audience with any kind of message or business that you want to put forward, whether it's through influencer media, content like vlogs, or even promoting a podcast like we're doing right now. I mean, it's easy as ever to get your name out there and get your point across. So I really think that we can make a difference not only now, but moving forward in the future as well. All right, so we're going to move on to the next question submitted by Jared Austin. Uh, so he asked, do you guys think your future is more secure with your own business or a job? Now, that's a great question. Again, so I think that it depends. I think a job is definitely more secure than starting your own business just because you know exactly what you're getting out of it for however many years you're doing it. But the question you have to ask yourself if you want to get in the business or if you're debating between starting a business or getting a job is do you want security? Uh Going into business and going into starting your own company and doing your own things with entrepreneurial uh, ventures, it's a big risk, obviously. It's not its not easy to do unless everyone would be doing it because everyone wants to live that lifestyle. So you have to ask yourself if you're willing to take that risk and if you're willing to bet on yourself. But if you choose not to and if you want to take the more secure uh, path, then I would say take a job. But if you, you only live once, and I think that the best way to live is by taking risks and trying to live to your full potential. Yeah, for sure. I mean, while we're still young, we have a lot of time, like I've said before, to grow and try your own business ventures before it's too late with bills and obligations. So I definitely think that if you want a secure life, like if you just want to work a nine to five and have a set paycheck, go for it, work that nine to five, work for somebody. But if you really want to make the most out of your life, um, I would say go try to start your own business venture and make money for yourself. And then once you make that initial uh, profit, you can honestly flip that and invest in things and never have to work again. So it's up to you guys. So moving on to the next question here, my good friend Jackson Pilgrim, how you doing up in Plattsburgh, bro? Miss you. Um, what strategies help you the most when you're doing homework and studying for exams? This is more of a college or high school-based question. Personally, for me, when I'm doing homework, um, I try to manage my time efficiently between friends, working out, homework. I know like if an assignment is due next Tuesday, if I chip away at it every single day, by the time Monday night comes around, I'll have like 10 to 15 minutes of it left. I won't have to do three to four hours of it in one sitting. So I try to honestly block out my time so I can do a little bit every day to move towards the bigger goal of turning the assignment in at the end. And then for studying for exams, um, depending on what kind of class you're in, whether it's math or econ or honestly, whatever class, just put the time in, man. You got to sit down, reread the textbook, go over practice problems. I like to attend any and all review sessions, go over my notes for the class, and then honestly just get a good night's sleep the night before, wake up, have a good breakfast, be in the right mindset to walk into the exam and do your best. Okay, so the next question is asked by Ryan Wright. Uh, he says that they say work-life balance is no longer possible in today's society. What are your thoughts? And what are some possible ways to separate the two to live a happy and healthy life? Uh, great question, Ryan. Uh, so I think that work and life balance is definitely possible in today's society, and it's even more possible than it was before just because of the, of the 
technological innovations and evolutions that we've experienced. Uh, if you want to reach out to a family member, you can do it in an instant. You can do it while you're at your job sitting at a desk or wherever, whatever you're doing, your daily routine. You can literally do it in an instant. Uh, it's really easy to multitask just given the amount of technology they have today. And again, we talked about this on one of our early episodes is everyone has the same 24 hours in a day. It's just how do you use those 24 hours? And everyone uses them differently, obviously. Uh, but if you really want to have a strong balance between work and life, then you have to come up with a way to have a healthy balance between these two things. And you have to utilize all 24 hours that you have in a day. Obviously, you have to sleep. You have to spend time with the family. You have to work. But again, if, especially if you're in your 20s and you're in a young age, like the people that we're trying to get to now, like me and Christian ourselves, is you have a lot of life in front of you. And at this point, Gary Vee even says to himself, you have to eat dirt. Like, like there's no ifs, ands, and buts. Like, you have to literally live the most minimal life you can to make it to where you want to be. Like, you have to sacrifice at some point in your life. And it's not, and if you do at this point in your life, then the rest of your life is going to be really healthy, really balanced, and really happy, in my opinion. So moving on to the next question here, my good friend McGregor Weingard from high school back in Albany. Um, he asked us just what inspired us to do this podcast. He thinks it's really cool. Um Thank you, McGregor. I appreciate that. Thank you for tuning in. So what inspired us? Honestly, Andre came to me one day with this idea about a podcast, and I was like, wow, um, there's not really many college students doing podcasts, like specifically about business today. I mean, I felt it was really a great opportunity. Andre obviously thought it was a great opportunity, too. We went through with it, and here we are today. We're still shooting episodes once a week. We love doing it. It's a lot of fun. We're looking to see where we can go from here. So let's see what Andre has to say about this. Definitely. I say the thing that inspired me most is just the lack of financial literacy. And especially when we went to college and the first week at college, the thing me and Christian discovered was that people are, you know, all shooting for the same thing. And we just wanted to kind of inspire them and teach them that there are other ways to do things. And this doesn't mean you have to cut out your school life or cut out your studies, but you can do these things on the side and grow you, it, it could contribute to yourself, girl. So that kind of inspired me is just that a lot of people don't really realize this opportunity. I'm lucky enough to realize it, and I really want to share this vision with uh, you guys out there as well. But, yeah, so moving to the next question, uh, Tom Davis, <clears throat> he's out of Notre Dame right now. He's doing a great job out there. He asked, how do you suggest investing in small businesses as we see U.S. interest rates rising right now? That's a great question, Tom. Uh, I don't know if you guys pay attention at all to the economy. Uh, uh, but it's doing better than ever. Trump has been doing a fantastic job, but except interest rates have been rising. And if you really look deeper into the stocks, especially the stock market itself right now, is it's it's kind of looking really similar to how it did before 2008 crash. And you have to be really careful at this point. So uh, great question, Tom. I would say right now the stock market, I would say out of it at this point, uh, I would wait, especially maybe for a correction at least. Uh, I mean, in the last few weeks, we have seen minor corrections. I don't know if this is leading up to a bigger correction or what. I don't think there's any evidence right now for a crash, at least not for the next year or two. But I definitely do think a correction, not just a slight correction that we've been seeing in the last few weeks, but a larger correction than what we've been seeing is definitely due. And I think after that correction, uh, if you're able to pick that out and identify it, that'd be a good time to reenter. But great question, Tom. Yeah, I'm not going to get as technical as Andre gets, but honestly, always just make sure that you're making the right business choice. Sure, some of your investments aren't going to work out. That's life. You move on. But 
always don't like diversify your portfolio. Obviously, don't keep your eggs in one basket. Try to invest in a large number of things. Great. And now we're going to move on to the next question by Matt Goodhart. Uh, so he's asking, quite simply, stocks or real estate? And then he also asked, what type of investing should I get into as a young college student? So this is a pretty open-ended question, Matt. Appreciate your question, though. Uh, I'd say stocks and real estate are both great options. The only problem is as a college student, you're not going to have as much opportunity to invest in the real estate market because it takes a lot more money than the stock market. So I think the stock market is definitely the better place to start just because you don't have to put as much into it. And you could definitely learn even with a little amount of money. Uh, what type of investing should you get into as a young college student? I think a great resource out there, I tell this to a lot of people, is an app called Acorn. Yeah, it, lets you, it basically allows you to invest your spare change from different purchases on your credit card as well as uh, just outside money that you decide to invest into the stock market. Uh, it basically narrows it down to your top preferences, recommendations, interests, etc. It does it for you, and you also get a learning experience out of it. So I think it's definitely a great place to start, especially if you're not sure if you're qualified or ready to you know, go and start trading stocks on your own. So I would definitely check that out. But both are great opportunities. I would just say one thing when you're going to an investment, if you're not fully educated and sure of what you're doing, then it's it's simply gambling. So just be really careful out there, guys. There are, there's a lot of scams. There's a lot of ways to lose money. Uh, so, I mean, best of luck. If you guys need any more help, you guys can definitely reach out to us. Yeah, and another resource that you guys can utilize is an app called Robinhood. I know that my sweet mate has recently got really into this. Um, you can either trade in the short term, swing trade, try to make a quick profit in a few days, or you can sit back and hold the stock and see where it goes. Um, either way is a good way of passive income. I know he's made some money in the past few days as the market's risen for him. So definitely a good way of passive income if you want to check that out, or E-Trade. Or Forex, as Andre is showing me his recent profits. Um, we'll get more into Forex with our next interview, actually. So moving on to our next question from Mickey Joe. He asked, when you create a business idea, what are the first steps into starting it? Um, Honestly, for me, my sweet mates and I have been recently brainstorming some good small business ideas. It honestly just starts with sitting down and just writing down anything that comes to your head. I mean, every day try to sit down, write three to five ideas down, and see where you are after a month, and then eliminate the ones that seem pointless or useless, and try to narrow down onto which ones could actually lead to a feasible idea, whether it's a software, an app, or a service, or even a product. Like, I know the guy that made Scrub Daddy literally is a millionaire off of making a simple sponge item that you can clean your silverware with it probably costs like 10 cents to make and look where he is now so even if the idea seems stupid it could still lead to a lot of profit and a really good business idea definitely great idea so one for idea generation i would say the best way to come up with great ideas for a business is to identify a problem uh this problem could be something in your everyday life something that you yourself experience quite often uh, and then try to come up with a solution for that. And right there is your business idea. Um, and one thing I would say is when you get into a business idea and you're working towards a business idea, make sure before you even start working on it that you're passionate about it. Because starting an idea and trying to grow a company from the ground up is not easy. It takes a lot out of you. It's going to take a lot of work, uh, a lot of your self-esteem. You're going to go through a lot of failures. So if you're not passionate about what you're working on, then – there's a really good chance that you won't make it to the end. Uh, you'll probably quit. You'll get frustrated, and there won't be anything that will keep you going. So, one, to make an idea work, find a problem, and two, make sure you're passionate about that problem, and then you definitely go from there. 
Okay, so Adria Pena asks, what are your short-term and long-term goals, both personally and professionally? So I got to be honest, when me and Christian started this podcast, our goals were set pretty low. I think by the end of the year, my goal was to get 500 total listens for however many episodes that we released at that point. Uh, Due to the recent events that we mentioned earlier in this episode, we have surpassed that dramatically. Uh, so, I mean, I think we just, me and Christian have to get together maybe after this episode or sometime in the next week and kind of reevaluate where we're at and set new goals. But honestly, after what we've seen so far, anything's possible. So my number one goal is just to stay consistent with this, keep putting out great content, uh, keep do it on a consistent basis, hopefully one, maybe two a week from now on, uh, and just stay consistent with it and just listen to your guys' feedback and hopefully we can improve it episode after episode will just get better and better but yeah that's basically it for me yeah so in terms of the podcast i would say short-term goal is to just keep uh banging out some interviews with some really interesting people more long-term for the podcast we'll be moving into more um get into more a-list uh entrepreneurs such as my man dave portnoy still president tay um darren Ravel, just some very interesting names that would honestly draw a lot of attention and interest to the to the podcast and then for short-term personal goals, honestly, just to stay consistent, keep working at what I'm doing in school, looking into small business endeavors, and keeping with the podcast. And in terms of short- and long-term professional goals, it would ma- uh, mainly be, like I said, looking to start a small business. I have a few ideas in mind with Andre and my friends. And then just developing myself professionally through the business school I'm in in college and hopefully looking for an internship and a job or starting a business in the long term. I told Christian this the other day, actually. My vision for this, I mean, I'm not sure if it will come true or not, but I really hope it does. Just for me and Christian uh, on the weekends or over break or whatever, whenever it is, is to be traveling the, the country, meeting and interviewing these top entrepreneurs that actually inspired us to get started and to go out and do this. Uh, I think that would be the ultimate goal for both of us. And also professionally, just be to learn from these people, uh, just exposing ourselves constantly week in and week out to this, these mindsets, these ideas, these topics, I think will really contribute to our professional and self-growth in the long run. So we're, we're really excited about it. And uh, yeah, I think that that's a great answer to your question right there. Okay, so the next question comes from Alex Cunningham. He asks, what is the most important role of a CEO in a company? I would say the number one quality of a CEO has to be leadership. Um, if you're in the CEO position, then you already have idea generation, problem solving, all that stuff down. But when you actually get into the thick and thin of the business, like I mentioned before, going through all the, all the steps of a business, it takes a lot out of you. There's going to be a lot of failure. There's going to be a lot of hard decisions that has to be made. And the number one thing that keeps you going is going to be leadership. And that comes from the CEO. Like you're the head of the company, so all that's on you. You have to be a strong leader, and you have to stay united, and you have to have a good team. Obviously, like if you don't have a good team, then you guys are never going to succeed. So as a CEO, one, you have to identify a, the strongest possible team for what you're trying to do, and then number two, you're going to have to be a, a phenomenal leader and be able to keep that team together in the long run and through the thick and thin of things. Yeah, honestly, Andre said exactly what I was going to go over. I would just say that as a CEO, the most important thing is to be accessible for your team. Um, If your team's working by themselves and they see you as the leader not really doing much, they're going to get frustrated, discouraged. So I think it's really key for you to just work with your team and act like you're still one of the team and not just superior to them. So we're going to go into our last question here. It's asked by Sun Nguyen. Uh, It's a longer question, so we're going to kind of narrow it down. But he basically wants us to put Elon Musk 
business moves into a nutshell and kind of summarize them and give us give our thoughts about Elon Musk himself. So if you listen to our, our last few episodes, you heard that Elon Musk actually made the list for Christian for one of the people that we'd love to interview, you know, sometime in the future. So obviously Elon Musk is a big role model to both of us. Uh, I think he's what he's doing in the business world is incredible. Uh, he hasn't had much luck recently with Tesla and the shareholders, but I mean, I think he's done a really great job to manage what has happened and kind of, you know, shy away from Wall Street and kind of focus on innovation, what he's best at. So I think Elon Musk is definitely going to be one of the most influential people of our time. Just a lot of the things he's innovating and the technological advancements he's making every day is just incredible. And I think it's going to affect all of our lives. Yeah, for Elon Musk, I wouldn't even worry about Wall Street or shareholders or anything like that. I think that this man actually has the ambition and the power to change the world. Um, he said that he wants to die on Mars, actually, and I believe that 20 years from now he could actually get people to Mars based on the advancements he's already come across in terms of his space program. And honestly, with the underground tunnels, with the boring company, I mean, he can honestly change the infrastructure of the infrastructure of a city with the transportation, and he just has the power to completely rework how this country and this world operates. So. For sure, he's definitely one of the most influential people of our time, not only from the business perspective, but from the world sense as well. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate all the questions you guys had to offer. I know Andre and I were overwhelmed with the amount of questions we received. Um, don't feel too discouraged. If you didn't get your question answered today, we'll look to answer them in a future episode. And we're really excited for our new episode that will be filmed tomorrow and released on Thursday. It's a new interview, so stay tuned for that. And uh, feel free to contact us on our social media at RealTalkUni on Twitter or on our personal pages. And all of the links are in the description of this episode. So see you guys soon.